Hello and welcome to Polyhedron, your multifaceted podcast for everything RPG related. I am your host, Matthew, and as always, I have my two co's here. Ryan. It's cold. It's cold out here. And Scott. But what about the We'll get to that later. Ugh, patron content. You guys Yeah, just patron wait. content, patron content. Anyways, <laughs> but yes, it is cold. It's like negative 40 in like fucking Chicago or someplace. Yeah, guys. Global global climate change. Not real. Yeah. The Chinese like, plot. Literally the Niagara Falls is fucking frozen right now. Uh, yeah, no, it's bad. It, uh, the, uh, the public uh, safety off people have said to Chicagoites, don't breathe too much. Yeah, or don't talk. open your mouth. Don't breathe in the cold air. It yeah. will literally just kill you. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's called the polar vortex, and it's and I loved on Twitter because they had to count. Uh, uh, I think some weather I forgot some meteorologist or meteorology uh, group had to correct our lovely president by going. He's like, "Oh, climate, uh, global warming. Uh, I guess we'd come on back." And, he, and they're like, "Actually, it's the polar vortex, and it's shattered in like three big pieces. That's why we're gonna keep getting these." Um, and it be, will be hotter in other places. It will be hotter in other places. And cold, it's the what has happening is weather is becoming and climate is becoming more extreme. We will be on, seeing uh, the the polyhedron crew and and uh, attached SOs uh, will be going down to Florida this uh, very soon, where we will be enjoying wonderful highs of eighty degrees. Yes, mm-hmm. that's actually not uncommon for Florida in, in even in February. Right. But no, we're we're but going closer to the equator mainly as a means of escape. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's cold. It will continue being cold and then we'll have a week of spring and then it'll be instantly be summer because that's how this works now. But Georgia. Anyway, Georgia. Yeah. But how is you guys gaming? We've been doing a, I, a lot of gaming. A lot of gaming. Uh, yeah, my Vampire Games got two sessions in. I'm really enjoying running that. Yeah, yeah. A link in the show notes, everyone. Mm-hmm. Gonna yeah, absolutely. To, I'm going to try to find one on a Discord server. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's... Uh yeah, get ready get ready to find a lot of people looking for a game looking for games and, and not no a lot one of people to run one. Well, yeah. yep. Go back to our episode talking about gaming online. Yeah. Take that the device because you'll find you'll probably start one and then it will fizzle out in two sections or you'll meet these people you won't like any of them after about yeah. a session. But yeah, I I I, I, I recommend <laughs> yes. troll I recommend trolling finding the one that I linked you. There's a couple others that that are that have there are places to find games. Yes. Um, but anyway, yeah, uh, gaming-wise, so I've been running my Vampire campaign. Um, Want to get Aeon going again? Yes. Once, yeah. once we're done with a little vacay. Uh, the, fact that, the fact that Lunars is the next uh, Onyx Path <laughs> Kickstarter, it makes me unhappy. Uh, because he had a little bit of a frowning face, everyone. I did because, well, I I want to see lunars. Lunars are great. I'll probably back it at least at the five dollar level just, just so to get the get the manuscripts. I might actually get like the PDF or something. But I really wanted aberrant. I do too. Um, gaming wise, for me is good. Um, I got a. Ra- I'm actually experimenting and doing stuff with Wrath and Glory right now. That's a f- the more I look into that system, the more I like it. The more I like the way it's designed, and it's very open-ended. Probably one day I'll go into a little bit more explanation on it. But if you're interested in 40K or just the system, look up Wrath and Glory. It's actually kind of neat. What about you, big man? Nothing new. Nothing new. Well, unfortunately, we haven't gone back to Dungeons and Dragons yet. Same. So. I mean, I've been in the I've been in Never After for with like a Ever. one year break, uh, seven years running every Tuesday. So, <laughs> which you know. I fucking stuck it out, guys, <laughs> and it ain't going anywhere. So, um, so let's let then we have a few news things to talk about. Oh, yeah. so let's jump right into that. So we went on to the lunars thing. So that's sad. Yeah, lunar. Got, well, it's it's sad, but it's okay because lunars are cool. Lunars are cool. It'll get back. That probably means probably the very next one, the big we'll one that we'll do is going to be aberrant because they are very close to finishing that development up. Um, and that means lunars are pretty much done as well if they're going. Well, to yeah, I mean that's the that's their new that's how they've been doing their Kickstarters. Onyx Path has, is they just are basically done with the product. Mm-hmm. Maybe in some terms tweaking, of the, some in feedback. terms of the text. Yeah, uh, they have like basically a round of errata, uh, which the 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 th- the forum threads for errata for the Trinity Core and Aeon uh, books 
closed recently. So yeah. So they're ba- those books are basically in proofing, I think. So yeah. the, those physical books are coming very they're soon. They're probably going to update the language and then clarify what they can with what they have and then yeah. send it to printers. There's, and then we'll get it. Yeah, and then we'll get it. It'll be fantastic. I mean, we already have the we already have the backer PDF. Um yep. it's sweet. They're very pretty. Um yeah, so uh, I just found out recently that there's a team of people doing the Vampire 5th Edition rule set for Fantasy Grounds. Yes. Uh, which I I might have to get Fantasy Grounds now. That would probably help facilitate more storytellers starting, oh, yeah, I absolutely. would hope. Roll20 already probably supports a good deal of it because we've already talked to people about mm-hmm. that. Their, the API, the the programming language of how they roll twenty works, probably already been implemented. But Fantasy Grounds look like it's presenting it in a. What I like about Fantasy Grounds over Roll Twenty is it's much more graphically sort of sort of baked in because of it's it's a local app on your computer rather yep, than website. just web just web based. So there's a there's a lot of stuff you can do with Roll Twenty. Don't get me wrong, but I think it could be an interesting. Difference. I like in the fantasy. fantasy I like the fantasy grounds interface. Yes. Uh, I like the fact that you can like basically take a chunk of your character sheet, drag it into the dice rolling section of yeah. fantasy grounds, and just resolve everything, mm-hmm. uh, and and everything gets resolved and 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 whatnot. I think it's going to be very pretty slick. Um, oh, something about vampire. Uh, there is something that started this month. It's called a crusade of thorns, and what it is, it is a it is a it is a vampire chronicle set in Los Angeles, 1943. Oh. So right before the big Anarch revolt. And it is actually three streamed games. It's a cam game, an Anarch game, and a Sabbat game. All dealing. All in, all in, like they've got like three different storytellers, three different tables. Neat. Um, I think there's some overlap in players and whatnot. They all exist in the same. They all, uh, they, they all exist in the same continuity. So they basically run week by week, three games a week. Uh, and and they oh, maintain yeah it's a lot of work it's it's a labor of love I uh, will definitely put a link to it I've been watching the first episode of Sabat uh, which is the actual first episode of the of the thing and it's pretty fun they've got some good characters um, in that one at least I've got the Cam and the Anarch ones oh yeah um just on, just an aside because we're talking about vampire and stuff uh I believe his name is I know his last name is Waltz or Walters. B. Walters, the guy who yeah, plays uh, um, B. Dave Walters. B. A. Walters, the guy who plays um, Victor and Victor uh, LA and by Night. He was just recently interviewed in a in a uh podcast stream for D D with D D from hmm. Wizards of Coast. So definitely they're all of this is starting to sort of oh, yeah. cross pollinate. And the, the well, that circle is growing. He's part of Geek and Sundry, so that's that's. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. But anyway, yeah, uh, Vamp- LA by Night's been fucking good too. I need to get caught up on it. I haven't. I got caught up all last last Saturday. It's really good and fun. Like the second season is more of this, more of the same good stuff. Um, C Team started up. That started up last night. I am night. so behind on dice camera action. I'm Me too. Just, I I'm very. Yeah. Me too. Same I've been same. I've been watching some other stuff. I heard that I heard their most recent episode was kind of a big deal. Like they had like they they did a huge battle. Yeah, um, I'll need to catch up on that. With like they had like th- I think they had four guests. Yeah, I saw a lot of like I saw the thumbnail and it just had a lot of people there, and I'm like, what's going on? They generally don't. Yeah. But anyway, so I need to get caught up on that. Yep. Uh, so yeah, the, our 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 stories. Yeah, um, yeah, it's our y'all story. watching your stories. <laughs> Oh man, that's what we're gonna do when we're in the old folks' home. Scion Second Edition. Uh, they came. Uh, they've officially yep. announced Scion Dragon. Yes, uh, officially, officially. And the Mask of Mythos. Yes, uh, something that uh, surprised our good friend Ryan over here. Well, you know, I I I, I sucked that Cthulhu dick real hard. I love that. So stuff. yeah, because the Lovecraft material is public domain now, mm-hmm. uh, they can just make straight up Lovecraft. And, weir- and weirdly enough, reference to Lovecraft Country in the in the announcement, mm-hmm. which was a book Scott and I really enjoyed. I don't know if it's that book specifically. I think Lovecraft Country is what he's referring. Is that literally says the Lovecraft Country setting? Like it's it's a definitive. Does state. it? Does because it they men- say. Does, does it mention the Ma- author Matthew Ruff? Uh, it, not because not because specifically. he's refer he he named his book Lovecraft Country because because of, that is a concept in Lovecraft art in in, in the in that genre. Yeah, then I don't know. Then I I, don't, I doubt it's that. Book. He might it might be in reference to the same concept. It's yeah, it's probably reference to the same concept. But Which, you know, some some sweet hot nihilism. 
Don't you? Sweet. Get that sweet hot nihilism. Sweet hot cosmic cosmic nihilism. Uh, uh, speaking of nihilism, patron content. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to have a discussion. Chili babies. Chili, chili babies. babies. Uh, nothing yeah. but chili babies. But uh, uh, I actually like dragon. The, the idea behind dragon is interesting. Because yes. dragons are... So you've got the war between the titans and the gods. Yes. And dragons apparently yeeted out during yeah. that. Uh, they, they went into hiding and, and went into their hidey holes. And now, like, now that it's, it's in the second phase of the war... Um, it's a it's a cold that what it is yeah, right now it's a cold war and they're coming back and you're sort of this weird outside factor yeah. in a two prong in a two sided yeah, war you're basically the arms dealers yeah and like I'm, you you are the you are the ones you are basically shadow runners I think I will be infinitely Sounds more cool I like Scion a lot I do like mm-hmm. the concept of it I think I may really really like this concept yeah dragon dragon looks cool and the lovecraft because the lovecraftian gods they're gonna have their own thing well that's gonna be like man the storyteller for those for a game like that's gonna have to really be on their shit because the one thing about dealing with like worship and you know in dealing with those entities is that trying to understand what they want is almost impossible it's it's well i fucking hate that wall over there why You'll see. Well, also, I think maybe uh, it all depends on that. They, they could approach it from many different angles. But if we look at it, if we were to surmise it, I would almost say that like Cthulhu and as Azathoth and all of them, they're kind of like the Titans. They're things that are just these impossible elemental they're, style things. They're so far away that it doesn't even matter. You're just a piece. Yeah, you're just a piece of it and you're somehow attached to them. You're not a scion in that they like you were born of their blood but you might you, be or you or you're more like um the insmouth people uh the, the deep ones yeah the deep ones stuff I, like that I'm just that. saying man if you're if you're black goat now nah, you were born from her that's <laughs> <laughs> young um, you're one of them <laughs> so i'm i will probably definitely i'll probably definitely back both of those just so i can understand more about what 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 approach they're going to have i'm getting, I'm with getting to the point th- where I'm willing to like pay someone like to pay an ST like to run like one of the Onyx Path Story Path games because honestly at this point like it's going to be forever too mm-hmm. many players too few storytellers but you know what motherfuckers I have money so I will put <laughs> hey, money on the table do it 20 oh, bucks a sesh yeah <laughs> Maybe, I'm pointing uh, at Scott right now. If, if I find some time, like I've, I've got <laughs> He's my a busy man, like, yeah, I've know. got my, my my dance card is pretty full by design. Yeah, uh, but you know, if I get to the point where I can quit my job, then yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> um, I know. And, uh, man, when you free up eight hours a day, you have a lot of more free time to do stuff. I know people who would probably be also willing to every every other week or may, mm-hmm. put down slap twenty on the table for you know a hot a hot. Tabletop sesh. Uh, I mean, I would be super interested if, if I like the approach they have with this with Masks of the Mythos. Uh, I no, probably right. that'd be one hell of a game. That like, would be fascinating because you're like, yeah, these aren't the pantheons and gods of like the polytheistic religions of the world and stuff like. That. No, these are unnormal, horrible universe creatures. You don't know. You don't want any of that. Yeah, but you a, have to be involved. Be, in yeah, them. being a scion of one of those means that you are involved in the weirdness. There's some. Like, so and you know what? No matter what, something bad's gonna happen. <laughs> something bad. And what? Hap- okay, here's a fucking mental exercise here. If what happens if those guys aren't really the quote unquote bad guys? Well, what are you fighting? Oh, yeah. What are you having to confront? Well, I the- mean, well, I mean, there is a conflict. Yeah, the between- ti- the Titans. Yeah. Like well, like if the Titans are still the bad guys. Well, that that I would see that would be along the lines of like. It's not so much. This isn't about good and evil. No. This no, is a, no, this no. is about this is about cosmological real estate. Yeah. This is about this is like you, existence and not their existence. Owning, yeah. owning ownership of concepts and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Which I could super super dig. I can too. Oh, uh, something down the line that I uh, this is just because we're talking about Scion mm-hmm. and we're dealing with all this. Um, I was on the forums a couple weeks ago, and I was talking about, and a big, big question that always comes up on the sign forums is monotheism, mm, like talking yeah. about the big three and how you're going to approach it. And supposedly, probably one of the next big books they're doing, like the Companion, is going to start dealing with 
some of that stuff in dealing with monothe- more monotheistic religions and how it interacts with the world. The, Im- and- the image that comes directly to my head is the uh, Penny Arcade comic uh, where they t- were talking about God of War. And uh, it was Kratos with his twin blades out, flinging himself towards like the Sistine Chapel God, like, uh, like God, yeah, God yeah, of the Bible, yeah, like a Yahweh. representation of Yahweh. <laughs> like, and like then, where does he go from here? Because Yahweh is what Yahweh is. Yahweh pulls out his sword <laughs> and screams his own name at mm. you and charges you because he is the desert demon of the Israelites. Yeah, certainly um, is. <laughs> God, it's going it's to be very interesting because back in first edition, that was a big sort of controversial thing. They talked about the Titans because back then the Titans were, they were different than what they are in the second edition. I'd have to go back and look at my notes and read up on it. But one of the things they had in like one of the companion books in the back of the book was, here's a Titan because at, at uh, the God level, you could fight the direct Titans. Mm-hmm. One of them looked oddly suspiciously familiar to a lot of depictions of a a, a, a certain a, a certain white bearded man on a throne with and with winged flying creatures hovering around. And he was a Titan of hmm light hmm, hmm. Uh, and talking about all that and like and was that mean was that saying oh monotheistics are the antithesis to the to the science oh, and all yeah. this other stuff and a whole bunch of religious rigmarole began from there so i'm very intrigued to see where they take it from there because i'd like to see them where because a lot of people have made fan material for uh, the right it, answer going, by the way is that's whatever you want it to be well yeah and <laughs> that's, uh, take it as you will mm-hmm. that's actually what a my small criticism i always had of scion the setting is it's all these different polytheistic religions which i'm great with but it starts conflicting in my head of why they're like, why there's so many of like, it, it doesn't compute in my head because I thought it would be more, more interesting if they were just one and the rest were all just facets of them rather than different ones. Yeah, but then you would you run into the well, you run into the problem of they they're trying to be as diverse and and culture. So if you're like saying like no, there's just one, it has to look like something. Yeah, I, no, I totally get it, and I'm not saying the official setting should be like that. What I'm saying in my own headspace, if I were to run a game, if I were to do the like, how would I want? Because then one of the biggest kickers is like competing underworlds, competing afterlives. How does that all? How's that shit work? Bureaucracy again. That's whatever you want to be. <laughs> don't think, don't fucking worry about it unless your game deals with it. It's really it's right. wholly unimportant unless you're actually running the game, and then it's your job to make it interesting. Anyway, those products sound awesome. Yep. We should get on to our topic. <laughs> Guys, that speaking, wasn't actually our topic. Well, speak, speaking of, aren't you tired, guys? <laughs> I'm just a little, I'm a little don't do I'm it. fatigued. Uh, okay, fine. Stretched out. Washed out. Uh, maybe uh, like I've worn the one ring a little dead. bit too long. Oh, you're dead. Okay, well that's an interesting state of being, now, isn't it? Mm. All right, Scott, how's it been to be dead? Uh, well, my back hurts. It's hard to sleep. Perhaps appealing to Zigog would be. Yeah, oh, yeah. all hail Zigog. Zigog. Uh, yeah. Zigog. Um, they finally convinced me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I uh, told you I would. I mean, you were tied down to that altar for a good twenty hours. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing what, what you know. Sleep deprivation, sensory deprivation, and just screaming in your face for you know uh, yeah. on and off for about twenty hours. Say old. the name. Say the name. Say I know it's crazy. Uh, burnout. Burnout. Burnout is our <laughs> is our topic today. Day. Yeah, um, I want to before we get into this because this is a little bit close and personal to home. Because I wanted to let everyone know I won't be running the Vampire V5 game. Um, I so I said I would for the Pauline Praise, but I had to come to sort of a serious talk to uh, conversation with myself about it and realized I was really enthused for a little while because the game was out and I was kind of like, "Ooh, let's do this." And I wrote up some stuff, and then it kind of just all left me. And I didn't want to run my friends through a game and create content for you guys that I wouldn't be all in for. I personally would have accepted you completely going through the motions, but I understand. <laughs> but I would. You would have been, been enjoying little... yourself, and I get yeah. that's 
not great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's uh, not all about me. So we're yeah. we have yet to decide what our next polyhedron plays mm-hmm. campaign mm-hmm. is. We'll be mm-hmm. talking about that behind we, off the mics. Now I will but, say that in in place, uh, Abby, who is a wonderful human being, uh, has offered to at least get us all together in one place and run some spooky shit for us for yep. a ten candles Ooh. game. That we're probably, speaking of massive mythos that we're going to be playing. You know, we haven't yet decided which which ten candles setup scenario. We're doing. Uh, we're not going to be recording that for anybody. Nope. That's just for us. But mm-hmm. perhaps um, we should have her on. She can talk about Ten Candles. We, well, she can tell you about Ten Candles. Uh, she know, Abby knows a lot of games. Also, we might consider for Polyhedron Plays doing a lot of sh- a collection of shorter run stuff. Sure. Because I think that that might be an interesting way to ex- do exposure for properties yeah, that may not get stuff, yeah. that may not get as much play. Because it's like by now you know about Vampire V five. Oh yeah. But have you heard the gospel of Ten Candles and how fucking sad it'll make you? Yeah, or, or Bluebeard. Kelly, oh, yeah, you're talking Kelly. about uh, uh, The Bride of Bluebeard, which is a very interesting scenario book where you play the personas of a woman who's married to the, as the in, story of Blue, as uh, in Bluebeard. As the story, that mm-hmm. poor woman mm-hmm. locked yep. away. And... Yeah, uh, <laughs> you play parts of her psyche um, and decision-making. Uh, but anyways, what? why this... My thinking and looking at why I'm not running a game made me think about the concept of burnout because it's happened to probably all three of us at some point. I have given up oh, on the yeah. D&D game in the last year. Yeah. Because remember, I was running D&D, and then I, had, and then I stopped. Yeah. Because I just couldn't do it anymore. Um, and we're talking about not just running. We're also talking about playing, playing. Oh, yeah. too. We're talking about all kinds of burnout. Basically, and this is more like life advice with polyhedron type <laughs> of thing. <laughs> life advice while being a gamer. Yeah, how I mean, gaming works. Over like overcommitting is part of it, right? It's yeah. it's always a matter of overcommitting, and this goes for LARPers too, because I know oh, people Jesus. who LARP literally. They have a game they go to every single weekend. If they're not playing in it, they're monstering it, and that is their life. And I'm, I just I don't understand. You do that when you're 22. Well, I, I also like yeah, it's like I don't understand how you live your life like that because like I as a working person don't quite know when you do other things. Like how do you? How do you shop for uh, food? They, they they don't. They do. That's literally most of all of their social interaction and and at off time and, is doing something with LARP. And when I was in my early twenties, it was actually pretty fucking sweet. I will yeah. tell you when it didn't destroy my body. But now I'm thirty one. It destroys me. Yeah. So first, let's let's talk about the idea of what burnout is and the general symptoms and or perspectives that someone has with burnout. Basically, burnout is. When you, and this is also a symptom, when you feel overburdened or are overburdened by your demands of gaming, um, you either don't enjoy the things that you used to enjoy or you find, just like I would have been if I ran the V5 game, would have felt more like work. Like I was demanding this of myself and others rather than taking being excited or getting some sort of enjoyment out of it. Yeah, it's it sucks. Uh, it, it's happened to me in the past. I mean, I'm at this point. I'm basically burned out on LARPing. Um, yeah. Like I, I have little to no desire to go back to any game, uh, any LARP uh, game, ever. Pretty much. Maybe one boy. What? Maybe at one day in the future. But for right now, I'm. It holds no appeal to me. It's right. a, it's okay to have a phase of your life and. It's okay. Yeah. To, it's okay to stop doing a thing. But yeah. the corollary to You're that not... is that now I am super enthused about getting into ta- in table topping. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm, I, you know, there was a phase of my life where I was a table topper, like big time, and that kind of fell away. Like I would yeah. occasionally play a well, game. Well, we were here and there. we we introduced. Well, you always were into tabletop, and then you started getting into like salon larp, and then we introduced you to boffer, la- boffer, and that sort of was. Ever the bigger, more immersive yeah, experience. It, it, it was ever the more immersive experience. But, like, I mean, like, well, okay, the exception the exception to this, this I'm not going to do LARPs anymore, is, of course, like, the blockbuster shit that we're, well, like, right, yeah. right, well, not in question. Yeah. The shit that we're going to Texas for, yeah. because why would you go to Texas otherwise? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jackalope Studios has given me... Multiple reasons to go to Texas, Indeed. which I didn't think was possible. Yeah, um, but that's the exception because that's that's more of a an event. Yeah, it's more of an event. It's, it's it's something. It's something else. It's not it's not the weekend long burn yourself down. 
Well, it's yeah. it's also that's a one shot. It's mm-hmm. it's, it's a, a one shot, and yeah. done. Whereas most salon and buffer larps are continuous. You're doing like something on a regular it, basis. It's like going. I, I I I hate to compare it to going to a movie, but like going. It kind of is. But yeah. yeah, it's kind of like, and it's that kind of like one and done experience of. It's your weekly improv troupe. <laughs> <laughs> it's a super large improv troupe. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys seen the shit from Night City? Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Uh, but one, sorry, we didn't put this in the news. Um, Night City, which is the one-shot Cyberpunk 2077 game that Jackalope Studios is doing. Good God. Looks fantastic. Oh, yeah. Like, tickets, I, if, by the time you hear this, tickets are already on sale. Um, so if you can, am, go, I am go getting, look up. I am getting an online ticket. I'm going to be one of the 12 people who are going to be playing online. Cool. Yeah, I've I've had phases of my life. I mean, Matthew and I rewound a vampire game. Yeah. Uh that, you know, we we ran it through a couple different cycles of a vampire game. Oh uh, yeah, because yeah, one of okay, so one of the things in burnout because I want to, always related to the topic is so some let's talk about mandate of power. Mm-hmm. I was there from pretty much the conception because the guy who started it was essentially I was housing him for a long uh-huh. time. Um, long personal story. Um, but he ran it. I helped him, helped him run it. Then eventually you took it over. And then I, I actually helped AST that. And the kicker that always was is it was every two weeks. Mm-hmm. It was every other week up in the campus at Kennesaw, which was great. But even towards the end of it, I was like, why don't we do it monthly? And that was a symptom of fatigue. That well, was there, a symptom there, well, of build, building burnout. There were there were multiple things. That, yeah. my The thing that caused, because I remember there, it reached a time when we were running the game, we were running the game, and it reached a point where I, like, I, I needed a break. Yeah. Like, I was going to take a month off and play, actually. I was, uh, but but even before that month happened, um, we had we had had sat down and analyzed like okay we're experiencing these problems like the game is we're, we're, we the people running the game are having problems running the game yep and one the of the players big, the, the players the play, are having the players issues. are having issues and they're not getting they're not getting resolved and we sat down and we looked what's the problem and the problem was the the core problem was that we did not we had not had new players yeah in a long time and we needed them we needed new blood we needed people who had fresh perspectives fresh energy fresh energy people who could who we didn't who not to speak i'm not trying to speak ill of our players but we knew our players yeah we knew how we knew how they ticked we knew how, how we we pretty much knew if i put x in front of them they're going to do y and that's that after a certain point for a gm is not fun it's not fun it, 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 there's no there's no interaction so we had we had you know uh, we'd done recruiting efforts we had asked of our players hey please try and get new players and for one reason or another it just Never worked. It never worked out. So, like, we sat, the three of us, as I saw our friend Randy, who was running the game, when the three of us sat down and was like, this isn't working. It's not like we're not getting the new players. And if we don't get the new players, then then I'm not having fun. Are you having yeah, fun? Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's the come to Jesus moment, a lot of people call it. And it's so just had, like, oh. We had to shut it down. Um, and, you know, there was, there was some hemming and some hawing, but, you know. We were like, here's why, and, you know, we asked you to do this thing. It didn't work. It, it, it didn't happen for one reason or another, and it was sad because there was, there was still a, a good amount of story. I mean, I, I had a I, – you know, I was, I, I was the guy running one in charge, quote-unquote. Uh, creative so, director. Creative, creative director, as it were. Um, so, yeah, I had, a, I had an interesting storyline and whatnot of, of where it could go, yeah. but it just it wasn't fun. It yeah, wasn't and, fun anymore. And that's one of the biggest things. And uh, if I guess another symptom is if, if you're having trouble starting to juggle all of your life's oh yeah sort of necessities, a your job, that's that's kicker number one. Mm-hmm. No game is worth your job or your family. Um, but if you're having Debatable. issues, juggle, what <laughs> <laughs> at certain points in your life, you'll probably weigh that very heavily. You'll be like, is it not? Trust me, it's probably in the long term, probably not worth it. But 
the idea of if you're having trouble juggling that, you may have to peel back. If you're not having fun, you may have to peel back or try something else. If you're having trouble running, you probably need to bring it back. Or And one of the greatest solutions to that that I've heard, and I think it does work for most cases, uh, if you're burnt out from running because that's all you do, like you're the guy who runs, Ugh. stop. Stop. Start Play. playing. Start playing. But Yeah, it's it's really an unfortunate, you know... A dilemma, right? Because if you're the guy and you stop, and no like, one picks and, it up, no one picks up. Well, that well, I mean, that it. is that is, I think, that is the call to adventure for other people in the game. <laughs> that's a group. good way to put it. I never exactly. thought about it like that, that. That is, that is, I, I think that if you're in a gaming group and your storyteller or your game master is is having that that crisis, that moment, it behooves. I, I, I actually think it's it's. I would consider it a moral obligation at that point. It is definitely... Someone has to do it. Well, there's also the possibility that if everyone in the group is not, you know, doesn't suck at the rules and doesn't suck at the game and actually has a pretty good feel for it, there is always the idea of perhaps a round-robin system in which perhaps one Mm -hmm. person takes it for a couple of sessions and does a small thing and you guys Mm -hmm. just do a series of small things. I mean, every game system that I can think of and like every, you know, setting has a way to go about doing a series of smaller things. Like, oh, absolutely. There's always that. Uh, I actually did that. I think Genki Brewing Round Robin Up, that's what I did for a Black Crusade game a while back. Uh, we were all like, we all wanted to play, but we also, but no one wanted to run, but we all were together. So we we're like. It's the kind of circular firing squad you can get behind. <laughs> <laughs> um it's like okay, so who take? But that has Rob Robin has its own host of issues. Oh, absolutely. Because then it's like, well, because you're dealing with a creative endeavor, and whenever you do a creative endeavor that you start like molding and moving, you sometimes you're hesitant to to hand it off to someone else. Let's talk about tone. What if someone? What if someone doesn't like the tone you were yeah. using? <laughs> And so that's a whole other topic that we could go over. What if someone wants to just do the Hot Springs episode? Yeah. <laughs> I hope we get one. Uh, but that's for Dragon Heist. Uh, so it, that is a sol- that is a solution to the problem is definitely if you're having trouble burning burnout just running, I, I, you need to stop, either do something else, or more importantly, probably go play and something. Is- hey, the, the reality of the situation is, though, if you're, for example, if your game is a monthly game, like if you somehow actually landed on a monthly game, don't ever miss a session of a monthly game. Oh, yeah. If you are done, if you miss a session of a monthly game... It's done. It's over. So just accept that. Bring that in. I have only ever recovered from a one-month lapse in a weekly game one time. And it actually, we actually fully recovered. Everyone came back. Some players shifted in, shifted out, but we were actually full. Like we did that with Werewolf for a while um, because we we just couldn't make it for like almost two or three months, something like that. But we, we sometimes got it, brought it back. Sometimes games just paw, like it is. It it can happen if everyone's dedicated enough. Where it's like everyone is actually being real adults about it. It's like we have to pause for now, but we je- we are genuinely coming back to this, and everyone's energy is up. That can happen. It's mm-hmm. real. It's real life. But you have but, to manage it. But like, that's a real that that it takes a lot of work. Yeah, on everyone's part to bring it back. Um, taking a break, like taking a break. You know, if you're taking a break, the game's probably really though the game might just be over. <laughs> if it, the thing is, if the question is, I think we need to take a, a break on see other people. <laughs> yeah, doesn't look out the, ma- the magic outlook. eight ball outlook not so good. Um, type of situation. Um, and and everyone and I mean. <laughs> Everyone has experienced this who does any gaming whatsoever. Yep. Especially like, and the worst worst of it is, is like if something like burns after like if the GM gets like burned out at like two sessions. Or yeah, something. yeah. I mean that that's and, and that was my fear that I would I would go into it and maybe I would pick up the enthusiasm or it would fall through the wayside and I wouldn't want to deal with it. I put a fire in your ass, uh, boy. Trust me. Well, problem is if I'm not interested. in it, I'll let things fall, and you guys will you guys will notice it. You will straight up notice it, and I will get irritated and mad at people, and it just won't be fun. And I don't want to do that to my friends. I want my friends to have a great time. If I'm going to run something, I want everyone to have a great time. Um, and uh, now let's talk about burnout of a player. And again, managing your life. If you're just not having fun, it could be the other players at I, the table, or it could be more 
you. It, it was more of a, you. I've never, I've ever actually, I've never actually been left a game or stopped coming to a game as much due to being tired of the game itself. Self. It's mostly only ever been like GM it, storyteller GM issues in which like I didn't feel like I was getting a fair shake. Like, why am I like, I'm not going to go attend a game just to be abused or ignored yep. or treated not as good as that guy over there because he's louder than me, mm-hmm. which you met me. You've table topped with me. That's Think hard. about that for just I've a met second. those people. I've probably been that person at one point in my life. Yeah. So like, I don't really like the squeakiest, you know, wheel gets the grease in terms mm-hmm. of the tabletop. That's why I think subjective mechanics in which the GM gives out bennies are kind of shit. Um, Stunts and exalted, stunts and exalted, stunts and exalted. <laughs> um, all shit. <laughs> Subjective mechanics are bad. Uh, anyway, I've never burned out due to just being like, I'm fucking tired of it, man. Like, I've never been. I, it, it could probably happen if you were in too many games. Yeah. But yes, I have unfortunately. I've unfortunately never been in that scenario. I've been in that scenario for buffalo larping that's happened relatively oh, yeah. recently and scott scott was very much privy to a lot of that is i was literally physically mentally I, done I'm, i was I'm, doing too much in my gaming life in my real life and i had to deconstruct all of that and build myself back up because uh, it was just crumbling me i was probably going to hit that wall uh but the problem corrected itself before that happened good yeah it's one of those situations that if you're just in too many games, you're just doing too much. LARP, you need to pull it back. The full, the one time I did a full balls to the wall LARPtober, where we Whoa. had FOD fractured and AT in one in a three week period. That was bam, rough. bam, bam. And then a follow, and that was not like the there were two game like one game one week free on either side of that block and games beyond the like that was insane. By the end of it, I hated, I hated all of you. And mm-hmm. I hated the game. So, yeah, I was about like, why the? But you know what? I will say to the credit of everyone involved, it's like I didn't even after being so tired and burned out, I didn't want to stop per mm-hmm. se. I never was like, I'm done. Like, Well, I'm you're done. just like, I know what the issue is. It's too many goddamn games. I would like a break for just a weekend. And actually, at the end of that, there was a very the long break happened. And I was like, Ooh, yeah, Ooh, I can actually. Yeah, I remember back laundry. in back in my twenties in college, I started doing almost weekly buffer larp because I'd go monster, or I most likely would go play. I'd go play like Legends, Everhate, Wildlands. I uh, uh, started then started up in Fod. Did some of that for a while. Like that when I was that young, I could I had the energy and the free time to do it. Maybe not, dude. Tomorrow. I celebrated. <laughs> I celebrated the final finishing the final test of my my batch first bachelor's degree yeah. by going and monstering eclipse. <laughs> That's what I did that day. What the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> I don't know, right? I stayed up till four a.m. that night too, monstering that game because those motherfuckers went late. Yeah, yeah. I, that's old. That's old school. Like, but I drove back too. But yeah, really dumb. We're, we're a little off topic. We're a little but... off topic. Yeah. It, it's. I mean, also. Another factor that contributes to burnout is scheduling. Yeah. Like, yeah. trying to get, like... That's because, another episode we need to do yeah, unto it, itself. Uh, well, it... Maybe. It, I don't know. Do I don't, we have time? I don't know how much... I don't know how much crying uh, yeah. about the, the... Because it's just it's just it's, a terrible... Adult, it's adulthood, man. It's adulthood. It's... Yeah. Para- it's Because it's, it's one of those things of... Being a player... And being a storyteller of a game is an obligation. Yes. It's an obligation that you take on to yourself. And, you know, if you keep missing the game or whatnot, you are. That impacts the fun of, uh, you know, a group of people, a group of other people. Uh, and that can be wary. Like, that can. You, 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 the knowledge that. You are because you know either they don't either you can't run because you personally can't make that game right or you run with a person down which impacts the story and like well how do we how do we maneuver stress, around that means how you're do stressing we, out yeah, everyone you're stressing else. out everyone and, and, and you know there is a real situation where like there are games that are just the party is three people like mm-hmm. we don't talk about party size very often but. 
party size is a very, very, like, what's the right size is a super subjective thing mm -hmm. uh, on a scale of between one and seven is, and you can do a one-on-one, -on -one, and I've heard of it actually working. Seems like just two friends telling each other a neat story, yeah. which I'm fine with that. Pretty neat. Um, you got to be in an interesting mood for that. I, I will I've, I've done that a couple times. I've done two. One of the players in my uh, vampire game, uh, Mo, she has a YouTube channel uh, called Duets with Dice. Uh, link in the show notes, uh, where she and her she and she and her friend uh, do one on one games. Like yeah, they, you told me about done, that. They've, yeah, done yeah. A, they've done a Changeling the Lost campaign, and, and they did a short uh, Vampire Sabat campaign, where it's just it's just she's the player, he's the GM, and it's fun. It's it, it's an interesting it's an interesting way of doing it. That's neither here nor there, but the, the topic. It's kind of a weird choose-your-own-adventure cool. book with dice. A little bit, yeah. A little um, bit. But anyway, so, yeah, that's that's a factor that, you know, that leads to stress, mm -hmm. is the fact that... Stress on all yeah, sides. stress on all on sides, the, uh, you know. So, I mean, and so if you're on the other side of that, if you're, you know, like someone who's, who's down to clown every single time, and, you know, other people keep falling out of the game... That or makes not you really, angry at that, them. Yeah, that, that makes you I'm, angry at your friend for not necessarily an entirely valid reason because life happens right but I, i'm usually the one who's down to clown i i do not yeah, same like, here i am usually the person who does not unless i am very frustrated with the state of the game mm -hmm. i if a for example if a game has ever ever breaches the the number of players being like over five there is a real possibility that i will I, i'll just shrug and like be like eh, i can miss this week what the fuck does it matter anyway because usually anyone who thinks they can handle more than f five players probably can't uh anyone who can handle says they can handle six maybe but like i've been in tables with seven players it's well, not it's it didn't not, get in become insanity well that's becomes, that's why for for my simulacra studios games uh at least the the sort of the live games um i'm i am Pretty much saying that the, the the core cast is always going to be four players. Yeah, that's the that's a very good number because that allows me to bring in guests from time to time, uh, and you know, and 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 you know, play around. And, with and if and heaven bread, somebody can't make it. I can run with three. You can run with three. Um, but I mean, I'm running a six player game with Amber right now, but that's for very specific reasons. Uh, yeah. Uh, even, well, if you have a thing in mind, yeah. Uh, that, GMing for that many people, I've, I've personally, I am incapable of running a game mm -hmm. for any period of time. Uh, but I have seen a person uh, who's running for six actually divide mm -hmm. their time in a equal, and that actually requires knowing when to let table talk happen. Oh yeah, and, and being when, able to, when to when to rein it in, and being able to just like block out one of your ears mm -hmm. where two players are having their own little mm -hmm. ha ha conversation. Well, my my issue with that, like. For, because because we have a brand new medium, is that um, only because it's being recorded. Oh God! And turning yeah. into a podcast, I have to manage the spotlight. Yeah, I I, I have I have to I can't let I can't let role play happen on the side. Yeah, right. And we uh, and, and we that, and Amber are very cognizant of that. That's why we don't do it. Well, that like. I and that, yeah, I mean, anyone who's sitting down to be recorded, like knowing, knowing to like this is for a production, basically. Yeah, we try to. I mean, we're bad at it in Aeons sometimes. But, yeah, but actually, I, I, I. But we're, we're all on, on different channels, so you can kind of. I, shuffle I would know. Actually, I leave a lot of that in. Um, there's some technical reasons for it, but also the table talk is part of the game. It is. I. It's part of the enjoyment of the game. You understand the players' personalities and the joy that we get off of just being around each also, other. Also, occasionally it's just quipping at each other. And we're just is, funny. And it's, fun. it's, and it's, it's fun. fun and yeah. funny. That's why I keep it in most of the time. But um, the... Um, back to burnout. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm trying, trying God, to keep... we're bad at this. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm putting my GM's hat, guys. Table <laughs> talk. We gotta be, get focused. Uh, but yeah, so it, it's that scheduling issue. Like, I've had games fall apart because we just can't get together yeah. like my exalted game yeah that ended because i couldn't get a consistent table i yeah. couldn't got could yeah. not get the people uh people who are in that game to to show up on a consistent night yeah. uh it, and it, it just it 
Yeah, it's bad. It, it happens to every gamer. Scheduling will always, always and that's be frustrating. a problem. That's incredibly frustrating. And that can lead to, that, that, that adds to the equation of burnout. Well, you know, what I found recently is because all of us have gotten to the point where buffer LARPing does not reign supreme in our mm-hmm. lives anymore, that has opened us up to oh, greater yeah. gaming opportunities because I'm back to a place in my life where if you were to be like, hey, motherfucker, do you want to get together at 1 p.m. on a Saturday and game for a long ass time? Probably six hours because I'm old. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fuck! Yes, I want to do that. That mm-hmm. sounds awesome. Like we got, like we did our Dragon Heist thing on like Saturday last yeah, Saturday night. Yeah, and it was badass. Yeah, we did it. We were like, we're we, gonna do we, a nice long session. No, we, none, of, none of this three four hour stuff. Like serious. We're gonna finish hours. the arc of this story. Probably and that was fun. Probably the last game of Aeon is gonna be a uh, well, we'll a, do longer, a, a longer sesh. than re- a longer than than average session. Yeah, that's perfectly okay uh, because that. that's gonna be one big fight. Yeah, good, 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 good. Yeah, we are, we are, we are looking forward. To yeah. That. So, other, we've talked about some solutions for players. If you have burnout, bring it back. Try to objectively and maturely examine your scheduling and what you're doing to try to manage it better. Because obviously you enjoy gaming. You don't want to lose the joy of gaming. Mm-hmm. You don't want to burn yourself so much that you start hating it. Yeah. Realistically, accept, realistically assess what your time is. Yeah. Like what the time that you have available to gaming. Make your commitments based on that. Yeah. And, and, and stick to those commitments. Like, like I, I, I consider it a, a good thing to basically say, if I'm going to be in a game, be in the game, game. make yeah. it a priority, but only do so because you've looked at your life, looked at your available re- time and energy resources and can dedicate yourself to it. Now, if you're a 20 year old who has infinite time and infinite energy, get in every single moment that you can. <laughs> Just do it. Roll just as much it, dice. Just, just much Swing dice. as much plumbing supplies exactly. and roll as many do dice. Do it because, because Chop I hard. promise you, it ends. Yeah. It does go away. And I will say <laughs> that, and I, I will say that, like, even for the older player, like mm-hmm. myself, like all of us with full-time jobs. Oh, yeah. I know, I know in the in your head, the the time after work, you you have in your head, that's my I feel like shit time and don't want to do mm-hmm. anything. I would suggest that you still set aside a night during the week. Like if you're not, if you're a person who just doesn't believe that they can do it during the week, give it a shot. Yeah. Cause you know, we run I, weekday games all the time. Yeah. We yep. are. Well, most of our gaming is done during the weekdays. Yep. And I don't because know. Cause we actually like the weekends to do you other, know, normal of human uh, things. Uh, other things. Well, but, we got used to having our weekends periodically consumed. Completely. By consumed, LARPing. By bar for LARPing. And now that that's not entirely the case. We can yep. do Sundays. We can do Sundays. Saturdays. Yeah. Friday night's still sacred. Don't touch that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, everyone, everyone does that. I try to keep sneaking that in. And everyone's like, no. I mean, I, I get together with a group of people. Like, I get together with the same motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> all the people I play role-playing games with I'm the, are the people I'm seeing on Friday nights, nights and stuff. But you're not gaming. You're doing other things which i i also that's another thing that may help you with burnout thank you for saying this ryan go do something with these people oh God, other yes. than gaming yeah see well, a movie go, go see a movie watch some fucking youtube videos watch a bad movie go golfing i don't know drink beer drink beer have a couple of brews with the guys crack, or crack a couple of cold ones with the boys or the ladies or the ladies yeah Thank God. The ladies man. like cold ones as well. They do. I, I, uh, Murphy prefers the cold ones. I am, I am not the, a fan of the cold ones anymore. Oh, I know it's weird. Um, but, but that's another thing that also can help because because sometimes being too structured and too like you only see these people when doing it, you only kind of get. Your experiences and your feelings of them center around only the game and not understanding them as people. Just remember but, that you like your friends. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. These are people, I mean, ostensibly. No, okay. That's to say, like, that's not to say that every single motherfucker you game with is, is gonna your best friend forever. It's going to be your friend. I know many, many people. Who are who, just who are just Og the Barbarian. They are, or they're just associates by people that the, main, the GM knows or stuff yeah. like that. But, and actually, I have come... I've been in a situation or two where I've been in a game where I spent time outside of the game with a person and found them repugnant. <laughs> so I just didn't want to even deal with them at the game anymore because they suck, uh, which can happen. But yeah. if 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 your friends, if, much like 
I mean, this is obviously our little microcosm here, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, spend time with them outside of the context of gaming. It, it's good for you. It will actually make go it, to the Renaissance Festival. Go to the <laughs> get, you, <laughs> get you a turkey leg. <laughs> go get you. Go get you a turkey leg. No, it, that's all perfectly valid ways of looking at how to how to deal with burnout. And again, as Scott has said, sometimes or Ryan has said specifically, sometimes it ends. Sometimes you just need to close close that chapter, open up a new one, do something else. That's why I'm like, like I said, I'm trying to find. I'm like, okay, we're not going to do polyhedron plays v five. I want to play v five. I want to play it real hard. I'm gonna find a way. Yeah, do go, it, man. I, 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 I. Hope you hope for the best on that. I really do. I know it's. I mean, I you know, if I just put out, if I put out the clarion call on my Facebook of you know six hundred plus quote unquote friends, a lot of which I have met through gaming and whatnot, gaming adjacent. Someone somewhere will will have some good news. You'll have to do some digging, but you'll be fine. Yeah, and so that's kind of where it's burnout is thing. Acknowledge it in yourself. I think that's one of the hardest first steps is like. Understand it's there. Understand it's there. Understand what it is that takes time and experience to develop, but it is there. And then you can go, oh, if you, okay, well, it'll make everything better. It's very easy to know. Just here's an easy litmus test, especially if you have a gaming group with people that you like and are your friends. If the thought of going to the place where you're and playing a game with all of your friends introduces a massive amount of anxiety and makes you upset and you'll do literally anything not to do it you might be a little burnt out <laughs> maybe a little bit more than also known as occasionally when ryan tries to record polyhedron <laughs> hey it hasn't been like that in a while oh that's good i appreciate that but these are the things you can do and uh, again, I hope you guys have a better role playing experience. That's kind of what we want to do here at Marley Eatron. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, everyone have a better role playing experience. Your role play. Damn near eighty episodes in, we're really hoping you guys are getting some positive effects <laughs> off of this. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but anyways, from everyone here at Polyhedron, go roll some dice. Hey, fuck you, man. <laughs> That's my thing. You go. You go roll some dice. Hey, Matthew here. I just wanted to let you know, if you want to give feedback to Polyhedron, you can go to polyhedronpodcast at gmail.com, or you can go to the show's Twitter handle at polyhedroncast. Uh, if you'd really like to help us out, you can go to our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash polyhedron. Uh, give us a buck a month and become one of our bosses and really support the show. And if you're looking to get in touch with us on Twitter, you can find Matthew at BioImportance. You can find Scott at DivisMallCav. And you can find Ryan at Arduous. If you want to spell it. R-J-U-O-U-S. And finally, just so we can wrap it up here, if you are listening to this on iTunes, Stitcher, or anywhere, give us a five-star review. It really helps our exposure. All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs>